Look at my car. Look at my girl, look like the star. Look at my life. Came up, nigga, we came so far, you see us. Crush off. Yeah, you see us, nigga. We back, y'all. We are back. Art of realness. Art of realness is back after a long-awaited. Uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, it was a small hiatus. A small hiatus. It was a small hiatus. We had to get the vibes back. Small. It was a long hiatus. <laughs> I was, was just want to make sure. It was extended a long. hiatus. Yeah, but much, much needed. Much needed. Much needed. I had to get the vibes right. I had to get the energy right. But y'all, we back in the studio. This is this is home to us. Okay, this New is home. This is exactly where you I mean we're in our element now. So. With that being said, it's a new season of the Artists Villainous. Cliff is in the building officially. Oh me, y'all! I'm not gonna lie, I'm dibbling, dabbling on what I want to be called this season, but I'll just go AD for right now. If you don't <laughs> cut the nonsense out, anyways, Rod here, <laughs> and uh, just a piggyback, Cliff. Welcome back, our listeners, family, friends. We appreciate y'all. You know, new season, new energy, we in new stew. Exactly. New stew. Shout out to Urban Heat. We do this every season. We do, but this is this is it. Now. This is it now. Like we usually like last season for the past few seasons, we kind of bounced around in stews, um, but we finally found a home over in High Park. Um, so if you need to get a podcast, or if you want to get a podcast going, hit me up. Put y'all on with the plug, you know. And uh, we got a decent studio over here. A little vibe. We got a little TV. We got like a table now. (laughs) Real chairs. You know what I mean? We're not in a random location. (laughs) Soundproof walls. Yeah, like it's legit. So shout out Urban Heat 98.1 FM. You know the vibes. For sure, for sure. So let me know if y'all are trying to get on. Mm. Welcome back. Welcome back. Before we jump into it, what first thing I want to say is I appreciate everybody that was, you know, actively waiting for this. This new season, we got mad heat that were bugging People on like, us. Where were y'all? Exactly, because I think what happened was, was we kind of had like a debrief, um, you know, after we last recorded over the summertime, and then um, you know we we all just kind of collectively felt for our own personal reasons that we just kind of needed some time off, and but I didn't think that we all anticipated it to be this long, and so sure. you know with. And we'll obviously dive, we'll unpack this as we get into the episode. But, you know, with life and work and personal things going on, we just got kind of got lost and everything. And in the midst of it, there was always that one little ringing voice, whether it was a cousin or a friend or, you know, even just, you know, an acquaintance that was just like, yo, when's the podcast coming back? When's this? So, you know, it's definitely been in the back of our minds. So we appreciate y'all for being patient with us. For real. Yeah. It's a lot of life changes and like almost life changes. Like Cliff said, we'll unpack everything. Right. Just give you a little tidbit of like what's been going on with us, kind of why, what we've been up to, and then just touch base on what's been going on. Right, right. It's a lot. Yeah, so we're just just venting. Yeah, this episode. (laughs) We got heat for y'all this season. This season's already organized, planned out. It's kind of crazy, actually. We got heat. Every season I say is the best season, but I think this might be it. For real, for real. Right. We got some good ass episodes. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be fire. Yeah, we know the vibes. You know. <laughs> I might say that all, all season. I'm not YKTV. 
YKTV. You need to stop doing that. Nah. It's actually extremely corny. It's lit. It's not. The fact that you're abbreviating a sentence. It's funny because everything's abbreviated. YOLO. Anyways. AD is abbreviated. AD is abbreviated. You're so disrespectful. It's crazy. All right, whatever. Whatever. All right, man. So the first order of business is we seems like forever ago, but we got to unpack how our summer went. Yeah, summer 2018. Jeez. I mean, maybe even dabble into you know what we expect summer 2019 to be with it being around the corner. So let's kind of let's kind of unpack that, Rod. You wanna get us started? How was it for you personally? Put it that way. Damn, <laughs> I was moving and shaking this summer. Um, Feels like so long ago. Oh I'm hip. It was just like a year ago. We just kind of. Our last episode was August 30th. We did the forgiveness episode. Um, like Cliff said, we did a debrief and we were like, yo, I personally was like, school was starting up right. and my toughest semester was going and I was like, yo, I need a little break just to kind of stay afloat. So just so y'all know, I, I didn't drop out or quit or be a failure. I'm still in school, um, working on this master's. It is a journey. Um, I stay forgetting you're in school until like yeah. you be at my A for mad long. Yeah, like I don't, I don't go out. I don't really talk to nobody besides like our little group chats, you know. But I'm just kind of zoned in and locked in. Um, yeah, I mean that was kind of like a big chunk of what was going on for me. Um, and then obviously I was, I was on the dating scene for a little bit. So weird. That was real strange. <laughs> um, Explain why that was strange for you. You know, you know, uh, I gave y'all the tea of like kind of what was going on with me. We all kind of just opened up. Um, so me and my lady had broke up and I was like, I need to explore as he was going on. Right, right, and right. at first I wasn't really trying to rock with nobody. Um, but, you know, I met some cool people. We vibed. Um, and I found that dating is just not for me. It's not for anybody. It is actually not terrible. the wave. Um, we definitely, definitely grew out of it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I can see why it's hard to date, especially out here. Right. Like you know, like I said, I went on a few dates, met some cool people, you know, and it was just. I just got to a point where I was just kind of like, damn, they're just not. It's not it. Like they're just not the one. Like I just, like you know, I made some connections for sure, but it was just like. Yeah, if this is not for anything serious, I gotta dip. Like, I gotta just it's so dip. crazy to hear a man say that. I just never thought I would hear that. I mean, you know, I'm real and raw, so. <laughs> but nah, it was. Um, Yo, shut up. Why <laughs> <laughs> KTV? No, stop uh, with that. Said Why KTV? <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was, it was an interesting time for me because, like, um, I was going through a lot um, and I was just trying to, like, you know, be open and vulnerable. I definitely learned a lot about myself. I learned that I'm way too damn lovey-dovey. Um, and not everybody warrants that. Um, Rod, you learned that about yourself? That's a big step. You know, my guys have been telling me this for a grip. Shout out H. H been telling me I'm a lover boy ass dude. <laughs> H? Yeah. Since I've like, been telling you this for years, bro. Yeah, I know, but like, I don't really listen to you. But like, <laughs> you know, that's like, that's like, that's like, I was like, nah, but like, I just, I learned that like, I could see why it's difficult for women out here to, to date and why it's difficult for dudes to date. Um, I was like, I'm very affectionate. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to say I'm like in 
emotional or anything, but like you know, it was just like you I have your heart on your sleeve. Yeah, yeah. You know, like everybody would have a good time and you know be around good energy. And women can't take that. And you know, I learned that you know I give out boyfriend vibes. <laughs> um, and this is just me being honest. And that's only for the right ones. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Much. You know, and even though like you could sit there and be transparent with somebody and tell them this is this is where you're at you know they still your actions need to just coincide with that and i was at a point where i was like nah like you know this is what i'm trying to do you know are you cool with that yeah let's go to dinner (laughs) that is 2019 right now you broke all the rules so like the other day i was listening to our relationship episode shout out be black with the contract yeah and your contract was not correct wow I was wild. <laughs> so do you feel like going... So that's actually a good point. Do you feel like looking back and reflecting on that episode? Because, I mean, to be fair, in, in, that, in that state of mind, I mean, you were pretty, like, structured on it. Like, yo, this is what it is. Do you feel like your views have changed completely? I don't... So I'll be honest and say, I don't think my views changed. Right. I definitely think it's a lot harder to put into action. Right. That's and it's funny because listening back to the episode, AD was trying to drive that point home where she was just like, I hear you guys. But that shit don't be happening exactly. at all. And it was, and I was like, she's right. Like, exactly. I'm just like, you know, I try to. I'm being, I'm being. It's hard. Like I say, I always, and I know men will never do this ever, but I always say like, just be honest. Yeah. Like, why can't a dude just say, I'm just trying to hit? I know it sounds bad, but like, I, if you can say that. I can really handle how to go forward. It's so hard. Don't tell me. It's so hard. I don't hard. want a relationship. Take me out to dinner, and then you really—that's that was your end goal. Well, to be fair, right? And and it's funny because that things exact, change, that but at least be honest when right. I'm asking. That exact point. I've had some conversations with my guy friends, and we've openly said that too. Like, we don't always say, "Oh, they want," you know. Why didn't you just tell me from the beginning this and this? Let's be fair here. Okay, the likelihood if a guy is like, yo, this is all I want, <laughs> nothing more, the the pot is going to be very slim pickings. You see what I'm saying? Like for anything to even happen from for there. Yeah. Anything to go beyond That's why the it's very sticky. But so, if, you, if you find the girl who's on the same page, you'll be fine. Yeah, but let's be real here, though. Finding a girl that's on the same page, like they're not going to be as, as open about it. They're going to be so low-key. Because they don't want to, you know what I mean, put that out there. There are drones that are down. <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's my, thing is just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my thing is just don't act two different ways. Like, don't tell no, me this, no, and then you. you're literally doing the opposite. Not for sure. Yeah. For sure. So. I, agree I definitely found that that was happening, too. Where, like, I was saying, oh, you know, I just want to... I just want to chill. I just want a companion. Like, we could just, we could go out and we could do all these cool things, but, like, nothing more, nothing less. And, you know, that just backfired in yeah. a lot of cases, you know, and I was told about myself often. Yes. And I was just like, you know what? With your girl, with your growing points, it's cool. Yeah, it's like, I'm not mad, mad, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? Right. But it is what it is. Copy. You know what I'm saying? Hey. It's definitely tough to cut those ties, too. It's like... It's like, that's the most annoying part. Yeah, like, when you're like, all right, I need to move on. Like, people don't move on as easy as I thought it was going to be like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I got to a point where it was like, it's all gravy. But it was just kind of like, all right, 
all right, yo, like, I, you know, you put your big points, your, your big boy pants on, and you're like, all right, we need to, like, have a real convo about what precedes what's going on. Sometimes that's just not as easy, even though you are transparent. I feel like, for the most part, I was pretty transparent in, like, cutting a tie. Besides, sometimes that message doesn't get relayed the way they want to. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it goes back to like, well, damn, you told me to be real and honest, and, blah, 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 and now you're taking it this way, and this is what I knew was gonna happen. So the I, contract is really a ten-page book, but it is written in pencil. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I said in that episode. It's literally a pencil. So, what about like, uh, obviously, you know, personally describing how your summer went, but like professional work and everything like that. How was that for you? Professionally, um, work has been amazing. I really, really love where I'm at. I really, really love my manager. Um, things have been going good. I can't even lie. Gotcha. I'm trying to get everybody in. If you're looking for a job in IT, anything really. Um, I work at Boston Consulting Group. We're constantly hiring, trying to get black people in there. Nice. You know, I'm one of the slim pickings there. You tell them. So let me know. Um, but yeah, work has been good. Um, one of the big reasons why... I got this job. What? <laughs> What's it? Cause There's dying. nothing about you, bro. I just keep thinking of the thing. <laughs> oh, the thing. Oh, that's an inside. I'll tell y'all later. But like, you know, um, one of the big things at my spot was like, we had active, like, I hate when I go to a, a company and they're like, oh, we're, we have this and this and this plan and we're not going to do it and we're going to do it do it and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the big driving points for me and why I like this spot is, you know, oh, you guys said that we were going to do this in my interview and we're actually here doing it. Right. So, you know, I've taken on a lot of projects, a lot of good work, and they're paying for my school 100%. That's so, got to respect that. Amazing if you need me, you know I still got you. <laughs> trying to put you on. Oh, God. You hear the vocals. AD, how was your summer? Woo-hoo-hoo. I know you thought I was going to go second, but now nah, we're going to switch it up. Oh, I'm Here second? Yeah. Oh, I feel like I should start from, like, January to January. Uh, yeah, you had a year. Yes. You had a year. Uh, June 2018 was probably the start of summer for me. And um, I had visited my cousin in Dallas because she made a bathing suit for me. Shout out Delina Ford Swim. Y'all need to go get that. Um. So she made a bathing suit, and she pretty much wanted me to go out there and wear it, slash, honestly, just visit her. So I went out there, and I fell in love with the city, and I was like, I'm not leaving. Damn, yo, I forgot that that's how it all started. Yeah. Oh, I never shoot. even went, and I just, like, as soon as I got there, something was just, like, Different. clicked. Wow. She named the bathing suit after you, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was already on nine, like, you know, lit. like, yeah, it was lit. I'm here. All a little high. And you know what's so <laughs> aggy about Alyssa? Because I remember... When we went to Houston to go see our cousin Jerry for the Spartan race, you know, we're you know we're, we're texting Alyssa like, yo, like the vibe out here is so different, it's vibrant, and Alyssa's just like, it's Texas down. <laughs> we were as soon as she went to Dallas. Dallas Houston like, and Dallas are different though, and I'll let you know how it is gonna go in a couple weeks. So whatever. I mean, I feel you, uh, yes, but I mean the overall point for us was just like. Just the vibe of Texas in general. It was just it's, it's honestly a whole different... Anyone who hasn't been will really truly not understand. Yeah. So I went then, and I was like gun-ho on it for a while. And then I went again in November. Yeah. Um, And that was like, for real, for real. I was looking at apartments every day, like 10 a day. I was talking to everyone about jobs. 
there's Instagram apps that would find apartments for you. I was talking to them. I had set like a different date every time, but it was like it would just keep getting closer. I was like, you know, what? I'll do like July 2020. And I was like, mm, I'll do July 2019. And then I was like, I'm going in the spring. I was like ready to be out. And then, how did I get here? Well, you were like, you were going to Dallas. Oh, yeah. Like, like my whole family knew everything. People still ask me if I already was, I'm already out there. Yeah. It's actually depressing. Yeah. Actually, uh, Keith definitely thought you were going still. Yeah, we told him about Teddy, before. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Shout out Teddy and Keith. And then I had gotten a new job, like, in between, like, visiting. So I was, and I thought I could transfer from this job straight to Dallas. Katie making KD now. Chill, chill, chill. Up. I don't need you to Caked confirm these up. people's <laughs> speculations. Um, and I tried to, I thought about the transfer thing, but it, it's not an easy thing to just transfer within, like, especially like the field that you're in. So, one, they played me, and the, the job I had wasn't what I thought it was. So, it wasn't like the full out agency that I thought I was working at. And the agency was in Dallas. So, I would have to go through like loopholes and they weren't even hiring for that position because it, it was like a full IT company mm. there in Dallas. That office was like strictly IT. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So the one in Dallas wasn't like a the marketing agency. It was like data, mm. like all data stuff. Gotcha. So I would have to probably go back to like the QA engineer stuff and I was like, nah, it's not happening. So then I was kind of like frustrated. So I was like, let me just interview a couple spots, see what's going on. I didn't like the pay cut. I don't think I deserve a pay cut, so... We're talking about that, right? Like, yeah, like... It's a whole different market out there. Cost of living is obviously amazing. It's not Boston, but... I got school loans. I got bills. I would be sitting in my apartment all damn day if I took that pay cut. And right. it was, like, literally over 50% of my, my pay now. So that was, like, a really big driving point for me to sit and think with myself. Uh, and, of course, my dad and brother were amped about the situation so then I was like you know what let me find a job I actually like so then I went through that whole process again From after Boston this time yes so I was like let me see what's in Boston I was like honestly if I'm gonna stay I'm gonna go all out I'm gonna get the job I want I'm gonna move out I'm gonna just live how I was gonna live in Dallas but here if I can do it so I did that I got a new job I love my job it's a whole new vibe. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. Oh, my YK God. TV. YK TV. No, I don't even know if I can say their name because they'd be mad corny. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, let that ride. <laughs> yeah, let that ride. You know, oh, I have, like, compliance coming after yeah, me. Yeah, so, let that ride. Um, that ride. It's a good thing, you know? It's a good job moving to Quincy in a month with Soraya. It's called just Soraya. She knows how I am. She knows I'm emotional. She knows I'm crazy. Does she, she knows the vibes. She knows the vibes. So it's interesting because, like, honestly, she's like one of my only single friends. So it's kind of weird how the universe just put us together. Um, and on that, I mean, I've just been single since fucking 2012. <laughs> Trying to bruise something up, I, though. I feel you. Wow. Trying to brew something. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Is that uh, a dot 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 to be continued? Oh, TBD. To be TBD. Interesting. Things change. Niggas change. You know. I don't know, man. Uh, when you y'all y'all contracts be in pencil, mine be in pen. I mean, some some people are signing in pen. We'll some people are signing in pen. Shoot, I'm signing in pen. 
I'm trying oh, to be signed and pen. On that note, Cliff. <laughs> you know yeah, bring you know well, it over. <laughs> how was your year, bro? So it's so funny because I feel like um, the year specifically, I mean, the year in total, specifically the summer, Rod and I were kind of in the same boat. The exact like, same boat, personally. Y'all always want to be in the same boat. Nah. I mean, it just happens to work that way. No, it doesn't. So y'all just, always have to be in the we're same truly boat. Brothers. We're truly brothers. If one truly does brothers. it, all right, I'll do it. Oh, uh, here we go. That's not the case. So it's interesting it's because both me and Rod were both in the dating scene. And um, the one thing that was so big for me was that, like, this was, like, my first summer literally, like, chilling, like, on my own, like, not talking to nobody, not in no relationships or anything like that. So, I mean, it was different for me. It was, I'll put it that way. It was different for me. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was definitely amped going into it because I sure. felt like it was going to be, you know, freedom and I could do whatever I want. And, you know, I can, you know, go on dates, have some drinks, this and this, link up with certain people. And even with y'all, when I would text y'all and I'd be like, yo, like I'm going on a date with somebody. And it's like, it's like a rush that yeah. I felt in a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which was, which was interesting. And, and Rod knows me. Like I just have that energy where I'm like, "Yo, I'm, I'm doing this or I'm doing that." And even with my family, you know, just being like, "Yeah, I'm doing my thing. Like I'll be single forever." Our cousins like, did not take that well. Yeah, I mean, just like <laughs> just, just messing with them. Uh, even my mom. They definitely my hated y'all this like, summer. She would look at me and Rod and be like, "I'm just so disappointed." <laughs> she was so mad at us all all summer, bro. Yeah, just literally doing our own thing. But I think um, it's funny because as the summer went on and as a lot of these you know, connections with, with some of these women just kind of fizzled out, I just kind of realized that, like, yo, I was a lot more over it than I thought I was. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when someone coming out of a long-term relationship gets that idea of being single, like, you almost think, like, oh, the rush is going to be consistent and this and this and you could do... That's a very valid point. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I'm not going to hold you. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I was out a lot in the summer. I was out with y'all. I was out with my peoples. Shit, I was out with Dolo a couple times. And, like, the thing for me is I just kind of sat back after a while. And I was like, yo, I'm, like, really over this. And I'm I'm not really missing much. Not to say that, you know, anyone that's single is whack or anything like that. I mean, you got your own path. But for me personally, I was like, yeah, I'm good. And I felt like at that moment, I was like, yo, like I finally like lesson learned, like yeah. a check mark for me. And so um, at that point in time, I mean, the lovely lady that I'm with now, I mean, I always kind of had a, a vibe that I was going to come back um, to my new girl, Steph, now. Oh, damn, you ain't got to. back with his lady, lady too. Lady, eh? the, the don't forget that fact. I'm not single no more. I'm just... I'm just I, making I, I, sure I'm keeping keep my relationship on the low. That's what I told you. I'm, Yo. write, I'm writing mine in pen. And it's funny because um, oh, when we... so cute so bad. <laughs> Shut up. I'm writing mine in pen. And so um, when we reconnected, one of, the, um, one of the biggest things that she told me, because we were talking for a minute, and then we kind of split for a little, um, because I was very open with her, and I was like, Yo, you know what I mean? I kind of want to be on my own. And then when we... Um, came back and when we started to reconnect and stuff like that one of the biggest things for her was was kind of like how do i know this isn't gonna happen again mm-hmm. where you feel like you get the the you know the desire to want to be on your own not even just the women or anything but just like 
you just don't want to answer to nobody. You right. don't want to check in or anything. And, and like I tell Alyssa all the time, I said it to her too, you never really know how ready you are for somebody until you meet that person. And I knew when we first met that this was definitely someone I was serious about. My family knew about it. Um, my friends knew about it. Um, someone that I always kept close to me. And it was just kind of one of those things where I'm like, yes, I really feel for you, but I also have to experience some things on my own real right. quick. And, and being single was one of those things. So ever since then, man, I just kind of said, you know what? I'm going to just lock in now. I mean, I'm going to go back to, I'm going to really start to slow down, uh, which I think I have, you know, for the betterment of, of myself. Not to say that I'm not still Cliff and still hit me up, this and this, but, you know, just changing, changing gears, um, switching gears a little bit. Um, from a career standpoint, I think the summertime was so chill for me at work, but as it kind of ended, things really started to pick up. Um, most recently, I had my promotion at my job. Um, Shout out to Cliff. We man. level up. I was like waiting if he was going to say it or not. Yeah, I had like, my promotion. Yeah, I had my promotion at my job. And I mean, in the beginning, it was cool because all the training and stuff like that. But then, you know, as, you know, some turnover happened and, and then some, you know, my, my work pile started to pile up. It, I started to become a very, you know, people started to depend on me a lot. So work really started to pick up. So, you know, that's why I had to kind of slow down with a lot of certain things. I had to really kind of rearrange myself, um, you know, focusing on, on, on future goals, you know, really, really, really. And I don't want to put a timeline on it, but in the next couple of years, really want to start working on, you know, getting my own as far as like a crib and things are concerned. Those are big picture goals. But, um, that's just it for me, man. And then along the way, just working on my working on my guy R, man. And this is listen, I respect Rod so much more this summer because when I tell you, we literally like worked with each other throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And it wasn't like, oh, I'm better than you or I gotta figure it out. Cause even though it seemed like mine was just it just happened to work out, it wasn't as easy as I'm making it seem. I'm just giving it very high level. And one of the best pieces of advice that Rod's ever given me recently was the idea of lifting as you climb. And so when I would figure some things out, we would have conversations. When he would figure some things out, we would have some conversations. So everything just kind of just flowed back into form. You know what I mean? It's kind of it's kind of crazy you bring that up because like obviously y'all know me and Cliff are brothers, and we're already super tight just because of the way we were brought up. But like this summer, we got way closer. Yeah, like it time. was like really random too yeah like i mean y'all are going through the same stuff yeah but it was just kind of like as an older brother i never want cliffs to see the chinks in my armor yeah you know i always want him to be like oh rod's doing this so i gotta do this you know what mm -hmm. i mean but like like i said I, I was really vulnerable and i'm just like yo cliff like what you think about this this and that and i'm going through this, this. and he'd be like damn rod i don't think that's a smart move or actually that's a good idea and we actually like had very real genuine conversations that like right. you know we'd find ourselves talking for like two three hours you know and he was just like we just really bonded like it was kind of it's kind of crazy <laughs> yeah, like, i love you man, oh my brother you know I, I think as far as like the personal thing and the whole single single life the I'm one just thing glad y'all figured that out because uh, this dating shit ain't it Nah, that's not cool. I mean, you know, it's... It, 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 I need it, it, someone it, 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 to just... Yeah. But the one thing I think was... Um, <laughs> so, like, this summer specifically, especially from, like, uh, for me and Rod, 
personally within our family, we had so many engagements. Oh my God! Yeah, you did. Yeah, we was so at a wedding. It was. Other, you still are every other yeah, week. I mean, yeah. Good. I mean, this year is all about the engagements from last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's we've been to how many weddings already? Four or five? Uh, three. Oh, three. It's a couple, lot though. We got a couple. Then we have on. three more, I think. Yeah, in the next few months. Three, four more. So it was like going, being a part of all these, you know, surprise engagements, seeing pictures. I'll never forget when my cousin got engaged and she had this crazy, like, surprise engagement party. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah, and that was she lit. went on, like, the Spirit of Boston boat. And Shout yo, out, buddy. It wasn't Spirit of Boston. It was the Odyssey. Nah. <laughs> it was a, on a boat. Oh, it was on, it was on a boat. <laughs> but shout out, buddy. Shout like, out. He buddy. forced it. Like, he really yeah, forced he it. Yeah, he went on. He loved my cousin. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not going to hold you. This was probably, I don't know about Rob, but that was definitely one of my most vulnerable moments because I was on the boat and it was just like set up perfectly. And I'll never forget it. Everyone was downstairs, you know, chilling. And I'm upstairs looking at the water and I literally <laughs> like thought to myself, I was like, I need to get my girl back. Yo, so that was the funniest Y'all thing. Y'all are the cutest thing. Yo, we like, had a convo. We had one of our deep convos there. So let me set the pink the picture, right? <laughs> so... Buddy is dating our cousin Ariel. Shout out Yayu. That's her childhood nickname. Yayu, my little cousin. And um, it was her birthday. Yeah, it was. So he took her out to Boston and did like dinner and all that stuff. I think he brought her to like the. um, Botanical Garden? Yeah. I think it was the Botanical Garden. No, it wasn't the Botanical Garden. I think it was the. You know the courtyard in the public library? Mm-hmm. I think he proposed there. Wow. Yeah. So he did like, and he had like a photographer in the cut. Super nice, right? So we're all on the boat waiting for them to pull up. She has no clue. So she walks up and we're all on the deck just like, surprise. And she just bursts out in tears. I would pass out She's and mad emotional, mad over dramatic. <laughs> I always tell everybody, she's, she's easily the she's- funniest cousin ever like she's a freaking hilarious she's a cancer yeah so she's so she's just like she's just like going crazy whatever she comes on and like all of our families there all their friends all his family again shout out buddy because he really just set the bar up for my cousin who's been through so much i'm just so super happy that she found buddy but like so we're like as they're like before they get there me and cliff we're like upstairs we're like damn yo like this the way we're moving ain't it bro Dead ass. Like, <laughs> really ain't it. And we were just sitting there like, and we like started talking. We're like, what did we do wrong? Like, like where could we have gone better? Like, like why did why did everything go so left? And we just both had a moment. And I was like, yeah, I need to get my girl. <laughs> like, hey, yeah, I'm watching. <laughs> I need to yeah. get my girl. You know, and that was like low key like the start of our little process of like just yeah. trying to get right and. Kind of everything kind of happened a little quick, but it was just like just kind of seeing that moment, seeing that genuine love. It was just It'll like, do yeah, it to you. Yeah, I need that. Fact. If I don't have that by the end of 2019, I'm just gonna be a nun. So um, I'm telling y'all right now. Shut up. <laughs> Here <laughs> we I'm serious. Go. I'm getting old. Uh, you're young. I'm young, but I'm getting old. Like I don't want to be dating at 29. You're young. That was another Doing thing. this at 29 okay, is that was not another cool. thing too. I'm a single dad. I didn't think Shorty <laughs> was gonna be into me, bro. You're like so young, younger, like everyone has a kid. So that's like, what yo. I was really like when I tell you, I thought I knew the game. Nah, like younger girls, like 23 to like 26. It was, it was just like yo. <laughs> 
Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, nah, like that's that's not okay, right? And they're like, this is cool. I I'm told like, you really? this. I don't know why. So I think I, I think I needed a big, that realization. I think you were reason you were right. I think you were right. You were right. I said, call it the like. Yo, is this okay? <laughs> she be like, bro, everyone does that. So like, I won. That's I didn't, but I, you have to kind of have an experience to think like that. That's sure. what, so. Like for me, like I had that terrible experience of like thinking I like somebody, and then you know their ex comes back pregnant, and then they have a kid, and then you have to be like, do you even want to talk to them? Yeah. So you just kind of realize like, is that something that's a pro or a con? Right. Or if it's even a big enough deal breaker? Right. Exactly. I guess. Who are you? And where's AD? I told you, if I don't get it by end of 2019, I'm a nun and I'm a preach. What what um what I was gonna say quickly too was about with Rod was and what was so funny because I, I said that to him super early, but he's stubborn and he had to figure it out. I was like, Rod, you are not one of those dads with like crazy big mama like like situations. My situation is so and because it's so smooth, bro. If you, you know what I mean. If people sense that, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah." And yeah, they, exactly. Then but they're gonna get that. Some people like crazy though. Oh no. Some people like. If I crazy. smell crazy. I'm off. A lot. Yo, like people put up with a lot of stuff, bro. So we've I, talked about that. Yeah. How a lot of a, people do a lot. Do a just lot. Just for that end goal. For real. <laughs> you know, like it was kind of crazy, and like you know, I would paint the picture like. That's another thing with dating. Like, you kind of always got to... You meet somebody new, you got to start over with your spiel. Like, oh, fuck oh, you. That was what I got. Starting over is, is the worst. This is me, and, uh, you know, I have a daughter. And, uh, I don't think it's bad when, like, if you're, like, constant... If you've been single for a while, and, like, you have these conversations over and over again. But, like... Like, for right now, like... I feel like I started over, and it's been a, a, a little while that, like, I'm like, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go backwards now. So, like, now it's like... This or I'm a nun. Yeah. That's how I feel. I feel. And as you like date people, you kind of like it. Just gets the stick just gets shorter and shorter and shorter, and you're just like your patience runs. Yeah, I'm good. Like I'm good. Like, and that's when people start settling. You start getting blunt. People start settling. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? There's like right. it's less transparency, and it's just like just being direct, which can come off as rude. You know what I <laughs> mean? But it's just like I mean, yeah, like towards the end of it, I was just like, yeah, damn, nah, like nah. And that was a big thing too, like. I was low key like acting like I was good, but I was like low key looking for a wifey. Like I'm like, oh yeah, you know, totally this girl can be good, and da da da. And then like conversation with my daughter would come up. I'm like, nah. <laughs> and that's yo, that's nah. the part that sucks the most, and especially for for I don't want to say all guys that are single now. Maybe it's not for them, but you know, for me personally, like when you would have those moments of like, yo, this was dope with my family or like, yo, this was dope at my job. Like you want to share that with somebody. Like you want to be able to be like, yo, this is fire. Like, you know, like no BS. You know, many times like I used to get paid to be like, I want to go on a really nice dinner. Low key. That was a big thing for me. Like I want to be able to like, like, like share drinks with somebody. Yeah. Not like share drinks, but like, you know, share those moments. And that's where, you know, I was like, I'm a lover boy. And I can't just do that with everybody. Yo, we're lover boy has to do this. Yeah, really, like, yo, legit, I was like, oh, man, like, this is such a really great achievement right now. Damn, I can't call Cliff, can't call Alyssa. Why? Uh, I'll never, uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> what? Alyssa was halfway to Dallas first. Like, you were out, out the door, bro. You were out the door. Out the door, out the door. Yeah, no one has any idea how out the door I was. Yeah. Bro. 
So I wasn't even. I literally stopped even entertaining people because I was like, I'm moving. What's the point? The funniest thing about that whole thing was you could not tell AD anything. Nah. If, if your words were not, I'm coming to visit and this is when I'm booking my ticket, she didn't want no It time got to a you. point where we just stopped. <laughs> no. We were like, let's stop convincing AD to stay and let's just tell her to tell us the date because we just need to clear our calendar. Legit. 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 I was like, all right, AD, just tell me the days and I'll just I'll just drive down to Dallas with you. Whatever. <laughs> shit was hilarious. She's like, oh, word, finally. Finally, thanks for telling me that. <laughs> thanks. I'm like, all right. It's so crazy how things change in like literally six months. Like, sometimes you gotta just explore, bro. Like I'm ready to retire Miami, guys. All right, you ready to retire Miami? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Oh, you ready to retire Miami? Yeah. Yo, this you. Who are you? I'm, I don't know. Miami. Or if I'm going to Miami, I need to go with somebody. Like I'm trying to vacation on Fountain Blue. Like I don't want to go and be There's crazy. There's better places. There's way better. Places. Like a quick trip though. Like I could go tomorrow. You could do that. That's not how my PTO work. I'm in the negatives right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was definitely a good... Catch uh, up. Catch up on, on how we are personally. We gave y'all some mild tea. Definitely. You know, but what's good is, is that if a lot of folks kind of caught on to it, a lot of what this season is, some of the talking points that we had, we're definitely going to... Um, I'm sorry. This monologue was... A lot of the talking points we have, we're going to put in this season. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about some of the some of the different highlights, but it wasn't just about us. There's a lot of things in the world happened in these a past lot. six Facts. months to a year. Um, the biggest thing, especially um, within the culture, most recently, is Nipsey passing. So R.I.P. Nip, first of all. R.I.P. So Nip. Sad. So let me actually phrase it this way, with y'all. Y'all see, we got the intro track too. I mean, we got the intro track. We go, we go, That's all season two. We're gonna pay homage to him all year. To, to the thousandth degree. Let me let me phrase it this way. Do y'all remember when you first heard the news? Like yes. what y'all were doing, how y'all so, were feeling? This, like, me and my boy E, shout out Eric. Um, we've been talking about this a lot. And um, we were just kind of like really taken aback because it was, um, I was over at E's crib maybe the day or two before. Right. And um, it was... Uh, E's lady and my lady and E's lady was like, oh, I love Nip. He be slapping niggas. Like, I just love how he's like about him and all this stuff. And then I was still over there two days later. I didn't, I didn't sleep. I have a home. I was, I'm just, he got a dope spot. (laughs) So I was chilling over there and I'm like, I'm like just going through my phone, doing homework. And I'm like, yo, Nipsey died. And he's like, yo, stop playing. I'm like, yo, dead ass. And then, we like all like just going through the shits just like it was just like really shocking bro yeah definitely chills like and we were we like when he dropped Victor Lap we kind of like all got back into him yeah at the same time mm-hmm. and we're like Daniel Nip's fire like damn remember this track remember this track and now it's just kind of it was just really sudden like just and the fact that we were talking about him like a day before was just crazy I was really like I'm still right now kind of shaking up about it. Like, that was crazy. So for me, I was watching it, like, by the second. Like, I didn't want... It wasn't like I looked at my phone and he was dead. Mm. So, like, I went on and it was like, he was shot. And I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. And then once I saw I was, like, shot in the head, I was like... I just knew in my heart. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is not good mm-hmm. at all. And it's crazy because, like, 
for some reason in the last like month or two i've been like sweating him and lauren like watch their gq stuff like i was just on it with them even with their like the shoot that was massive for yeah. everyone so it felt like it was brand new exactly and then it was just gone so he it was, was just, like, just on it i felt like He's always had a crazy, like he's always had a solid buzz. Yeah, but like his rise was just like, like twenty eighteen. Like we year. really saw his rise, and we were like, "Oh, we forgot." But you, you reminded us why you were dope. And then it just, gets just taken it away. was just cut short. Right. It was like so yeah, we lost. Yeah, I had the whole timeline. It was just like every five minutes something new was coming out, yeah. and then it was just like he died within the first twenty five minutes of anything coming yeah. out. And it's crazy too because he passed away. I think it was the day before April Fool's Day. So even some of the people that yeah. I was talking to about, I was like, yo, Nip just got shot. They were like, all right, stop fucking with me. Yeah. Like, stop playing. I'm like, nah, he dead ass just got shot. Yeah, I saw a couple of uh, April Fool's cancer yeah. memes and going around and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this shit is nuts. I think, what was I? I think it was at home, actually. Yeah, it was. And then it was um, just Instagram. Yeah. It was like, ball, I think it was like either Shade Room or Baller Alert. They were on it. They were yeah. on it. They were like, yo, Nip just got shot and... I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw it, I was kind of like, "Damn, is it like one of those like he got shot at, like kind of experiences?" But then oh. the moment they updated, it was like, "Now he got shot in the head." I was like, yeah. "God damn!" In front of his own store. That's the craziest part. Like nuts. where he created everything, he left. It's like it's it's sad because it's like it'd be one thing if he was like just coming back, right? You know, but like he was. That's where he'd be at. You know what I mean? Like, he really... And, like, I started going back and watching interviews and right. seeing little documentaries that he would put together. Like, he really built up that area as best as he could and was giving back as much as he could. Mm-hmm. And it was just sad to kind of see all that go yeah. down like that. You know, granted, I'm hoping his family and the state can keep making change happen in the area. But it's like, you know, he definitely pushed that. I know his brother will definitely keep that going. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I know. It's crazy. I forget what it was. I think I was watching like a small video on Instagram with uh, Fat Joe talking about it, and he was saying like the challenges of like you coming from the hood and you having that decision once you get all this money to leave or not. And he's like, but when you come back, or I'm sorry, when you stay or when you come back, it's like the hood just consumes you, mm-hmm. and it's almost kind of like you literally have to ask yourself like, why? Yeah. Like, was it worth it? Like, why? You know what I mean, would it be safer for him to just take every regular route? Like every rapper that's from the hood and just move to, you know, the good parts of LA. Facts. Or you know, what I mean, the the safer areas. And I not mean, these guys, all these all these people move out. They do for you reason. know they give back. Like you don't see people give back like that. Yeah. There's a few guys that are still doing great things. You know, I know like, um, David Banner. He's like yeah. he's he's actually like remodeling cribs and f- uh, flipping them for uh, low income families. That's dope. Like there's a lot of people doing great things I like I just don't know if people have their foot in the ground back home the way Nip did and I'm not comparing or anything or saying people are more or less but like he was just different period his energy everything was just like you know and he was he was like I have this platform I waited like he patiently waited right and was like I'm here now alright here's what we gonna do like so it was just kinda mm-hmm. it's kinda OD seeing that someone would be so evil to do that and I was watching something with Gilly the Kid he's a rapper in Philly and he was like you know a lot of people forget like people in the hood don't like you like when you make it out they're not they're envious they're envious that, that, yeah it's all the same thing Yeah, he was just like they're not here to like prop you up or nothing you know if they can come up off you absolutely but like they're not here to 
someone out there is hating on you when you make it. And if they can get you, they will. And what and uh, that exact video, um, the one thing that was crazy that he was saying is because the haters is gonna look at you like, why did you get to shine and yep. why didn't I? Yep. You know what I mean? And that's just nuts. And there's a lot of conspiracy theories going on about whether this dude was like hired by the government, and I guess there's like a um, in the surveillance footage you kind of see this white dude approaching him, right? And then right after he approaches him, he goes and kills Nip, and then the next clip there was a white car there that's now missing, and things like that. Honestly, I don't even want to get into all of that. Like, I'll definitely acknowledge it though. Like, if someone's like, "Yo, I think this might," I'm, I'm gonna acknowledge it, but like. For right now, I just kind of want to just sit in the fact that Nip's gone and think about his kids and, you know, the legacy that he was trying to put forward that someone decided to cut short. Whether it was a government or not, someone did it. And it's like, how can we combat that, you know? So it was dope to see L.A. really unite and just, you know. I'm going to say, shoot, the world, bro. Absolutely. You know, everywhere across the U.S., whether it was... You know, candlelight visuals or just, you know, paying homage at concerts. Because it was even in those coming days and even a lot of, there was a lot of big concerts day of. Like, yeah. it was like Nicki Minaj. Was it, was it Nicki Minaj or some, somebody? Was I know like, Kendrick had a show. Yeah, like the day of. Had and a like, show. As soon as they heard the news, they like even Drake cut the music. in London. Yeah, Drake. Legit, just like, you know, paid homage. It was just. Even all the way out here. Like, I know they did two vigils here, one in Roxbury, one in Dorchester. And they, yeah, they did. And it's dope that, like, people kind of recognize what he was trying to do and I'm just hoping that people take that energy and flip it back to wherever they are push it forward and just push it forward like there's really no need for like a lot of the bullshit that goes on man like especially when someone's actually giving back like I can understand if you didn't see eye to eye with somebody for a few years but you can't deny that this person is actually helping your hood right like that's the, and that's the, that's the craziest thing, man. Because when I was watching that live funeral, mm-hmm. like the like the I funeral, every minute of like that. the funeral services, I'm just like, yo, like, like really, bro? Like this is probably that the most, alone. like this is like the closest mm-hmm. thing to someone being morally untouchable. Like, what more do you want a man to do? Yeah, from the hood to give back to em- employ black people. And it's, what's so Convicted crazy? Felons. He was employing. What's crazy about Nip is it was it wasn't like he got the money started. Doing, he's been on this energy, yeah, from the beginning when he had no money. Exactly. I was going like I said, I was going back to old videos, like when yeah. he was still banging, and he was doing an interview. Um, and he was like, they were like, oh, you know, he's like, I just came back from New York. You know, they really getting in over there, this and that. You know, they really banging over there. He's like, well, on some real shit, like that whole banging shit is a, is a cancer. Like, yeah. there's no point in even when he was in the midst of it. He was still screaming, like, you know, while, even while he was being, he was like, I'm really, like, in this to, like, promote my music. Like, I really need this cash to, to get something going, something bigger exactly. than this. Man, who knows? On that note, though, um, kind of flipping it back to us, me and AD and my lady, we went to a multifamily uh, Ew, sure. seminar. And I'm like, so tired I couldn't go to that. Yo, it was dope. It was really, really dope. And it just kind of got me... So this whole that whole situation got me thinking about owning stuff and giving back and how I can what what can I do and so like it was just a really eye opening thing where we just like yo we can actually make something happen and, and do something like by owning some shit. It's kind of crazy we went to that like before that happened. Yeah, yeah. I was 
that and I just felt like that seminar really hit home. And it was hosted by a black dude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's dope that this dude is putting this on and giving us this knowledge and helping us out when he can. And I was like, why not? I'm trying to be rich, man. Facts, I'm finna be a millionaire. What, 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 what were um at the obviously I'm there? What was like the biggest takeaway for each of y'all? Like, if you were to name like one big takeaway for each of y'all, without going into too much of it, because we have some heat loading on that concept Facts. in general. I think for me, the biggest thing was um, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of couples, oh, this is more so about couples, where a lot of couples are worried about, oh, whose name is this going to be under, who's, you know, I want this to be mine, and da, da, da. One thing he said was, um, he was like, yo, I, I knew, I was with my lady, but I knew we were going to get married and shit. And he was like, are you okay um, living in an apartment for a little bit? And she was like, oh, no, I want a house. He's like, cool, cool, but are you okay with doing this right now? And he really pushed, like, you go get a multi, I'll go get a multi. And when he's when he said that, he was like, you know, we put our equity together at that point when we were good and bought the single family that we needed. Like, when he when he said that, I also thought back to a conversation that I had with um, with Manny. Shout out Money Back. Yeah. And, you know, he was just kind of like, yo, like, you can really build with your partner and like make something bigger than y'all like it this whole like idea of ego and trying to put this and do that or or we have to go even on everything and da da later episodes we'll get into all that stuff but the biggest takeaway was that he he really pushed this vision and his lady was with it and it was dope how they both profited without having like it to be under one person or the other person it was just like, go do this, I'll do this, and we'll still meet right here. You know, he rolled the dice a little bit. I don't think I don't know if he said that he had a oh, yeah, finger thing. or anything, but like there's there's movements that we can do to like get to where we are. It's it's literally just about doing it. And it's so save your money, make sure you make connections, good partnerships, you know, and I've been listening to other podcasts and stuff about, you know, on entrepreneurship and kind of other stuff but like that was my biggest takeaway was just like we could we could build together yeah. for real what about you Amy? um I guess just like so we can wrap this up but I guess for me I've always been the type of person where I've always want to be able to get something without having a partner um I don't know where that kind of came from I just always been that type of female that like I want I have my own and I can get my own and I don't ever need someone to get it for me and it's going to be even better when I have someone who I can do that with because it just it's just like an addition. So for me, the biggest takeaway was that it's a lot easier to do than I thought. Mm. So if On I really... Own? Yeah, like... Okay. Gotcha. I, I guess it's a big fear of women thinking you need a man to, to buy the crib or women always want that. And it's like, we can do it and still make triple the amount yeah. together. Yes. So for me, it was a big thing to know, like, I can do this on my own. And I really, like, that was just a good uh, ego boost for me just to know I really just don't need anyone's help. It's feasible. So I hope females can, like, just at least take that away that you can really get it on your own. Big facts. <sighs> Too bad you missed the clips. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy because you love inviting me to these things knowing that I work so far away. Who told you to not work in the city? Right. And you had multiple options too. You could have switched your day to work from home, oh. pulled up, left work a little early, pulled up, 
I tried. I'm not going with you. I tried. You did Could have went to work I earlier. Hey, you did it. I tried. Anyways. Yeah. But, uh, bring us home, Cliff. Bring us home. So, <laughs> before we add the finishing touches to the episode, we got a few shout outs that we want to have. 100%. 100%. Number one, first and foremost, we appreciate Urban Heat 98.1 FM for allowing us to use their platform to push out another fire season. New stew. Arduino. Shout out JR Engineer here. Uh, and oh my god, I lost my train of thought. Patience fading. Yes, we do have um, a very dope up and coming um, volunteer opportunity um, that my very, very good friend um, and my brother Baudelaire is putting together. Um, I've shouted out Baudelaire previously um, with um, him and my other man's Bowen Drow Show. Uh, Baudelaire, who is a big time, probably the biggest Haitian advocate um, I've ever come in contact with. His heart is made of gold. I literally told him that the other day. Yeah. Um, he's Talk putting together. Us. He's putting together uh, an amazing um, opportunity to for Haitians to go back to Haiti to do some volunteer work. Um, I've posted some of the information for that on my Instagram, um, Rada's as well, Amadeus also. Um, so please, if you have any information for us, Haitians for Haiti is the name of the, um, the volunteer group. Um, I don't want to go too in-depth into it. I think it's a good idea for, you know, reach out if you have any more information on it. But pretty much the concept is just to, you know, head back, like I said, to provide um, volunteer opportunities, whether that's through building. Um, a big push for us, um, for the group, is, is for um, uh, medical aid. So they're really actively recruiting for RNs. Um, the organization that they're a part of is Partners in Development, um, which is a pretty reputable volunteer group that you know puts together a whole bunch of different um, opportunities so that's definitely a dope and a fantastic way to give back um, especially if you're Haitian looking to get active so please it doesn't matter where you're from Boston New York Miami um, underground doesn't matter um, you know reach out whether it's donate you know if, if you can go to the trip um, that'd be fantastic so you know reach out to one of us for any information but we'll definitely post that uh, anyone else listen? Real quick, um, we do have a GoFundMe go page. Yes. Uh, so it's GoFundMe.com slash Haitians dash four dash Haiti. So any penny counts. Uh, we're looking Is at the right number four or four? Four. Like F-O-R. F-O-R. Yep. F-O-R. Thank you, uh, But yeah, so we're looking to fund this trip, obviously. Um, and just to piggyback Cliff, outside of building, there's also a bunch of medical needs that are necessary in Haiti as well. So um, we have a, a, a good amount of Haitian nurses that are going right. down. Um, so for some people, it might be their first time going to Haiti. Some people, it won't be. But this will be a dope experience and eye-opener just to kind of see what's going on back home and um, how we could still help. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think the only thing I want to say is, is R.I.P. Nip, man. Yeah, for R.I.P. Nip, R.I.P. his family, R.I.P. Lauren. Whoa. Oh, no, I'm bugging. I'm tripping. I'm so, tripping. Yeah, run that back, Turbo. Tripping, tripping. That was crazy. Uh, yeah, We're just, just showing love to the fam and love. Showing love to the more and showing love to the family. I'm really sorry. Stuff a bit. Knock on wood. Uh, Buffalo. Yeah, that's <laughs> nuts. Um, but yeah, so like I said before, this season we're really gonna you know dedicate as much as we can. <laughs> you bugging? <laughs> I'm tripping, tripping. I'm bugging. Can I get the first episode? Get the jitters out. Eddie, bring us home. Bring us home. I don't ever bring us home. Go ahead. Bring us home. Wait, quick story though on the AD thing. It's kind of really crazy because it's blown up way more than I 
anticipated because this was supposed to be like a, a nickname between us three and I had gone out like a week or two ago and someone told me that like he like brought me to somebody and they were like uh I asked you for blah 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 and you brought AD and then I'm like I didn't it didn't cross my mind and then I'm like wait she's not even from here like she's not even from Massachusetts so how the hell did she just say that it's blowing AD. a big time it's AD it's kind of it's nuts. a fire nickname and shout out to us for bringing it <laughs> Anyways, fire. we're gonna wrap this one up because we got a lot more to do. Season's gonna be fire. So, uh, stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned. We Listen, out. Man. Art of realness. One love. Look at my car. Look at my grill. Look like the store. Look at my life. Came up, nigga. We came so far. You see us. Crush off. Get off. You see us, nigga. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Hey. Look at my car. Look at my grill. Look like the store. Look at my life. Came up, nigga. We came so far. You see it. You see it, nigga.